Dude, if I could get rid of anything, well, it'd be a hard toss-up between sleep and <gasps> doing my laundry. That is... <laughs> you're absurd. I would rather give up being awake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, that is so horrible. Can you please listen to what you just said? Hey guys, it's Morgan and Palmer, and welcome back to Talks Between 20-somethings. Yay! <laughs> um, how are you doing, Palmer? Oh, not again. <laughs> I feel like I should get to ask a question Fine, instead of ask, you. you. You ask a question. Ooh, okay. Um, what do you want done with your body when you die? Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, I think this is the perfect icebreaker, and your answer says a lot about you. So think carefully. Actually, I do know what I want. Okay, see. So I found this website on the internet that when well, first, okay, I'm an organ donor. Great. So you can you can take my organs. Like, yep, cut them all. Take out. them all. Then I want to be cremated, mm-hmm. but once you cremate me there is this company that you can put your ashes into like a bag and send it to them and they will put it into a diamond and then they'll send you a diamond of your dead relative and then you have a family heirloom for like life um okay (laughs) (laughs) i hope i have like one daughter i can have however many sons but i want a daughter and then i can give it to her and then she can pass me down for generations well have you never thought about how traumatizing it would be to have your dead mother on your finger at all times dude i'm kind of into it i I think that's a little bizarre (laughs) i don't know if i wanted to be a ring i think i'd want to be like a necklace i thought you were gonna want to be a tree no i don't care that much that's andrea andrea's definitely gonna be a tree Um, it, if not a diamond, then I want them to go some, do something really dramatic and like do a boat in the middle of the ocean and then like throw me overboard. But, oh, wow. Okay. That's all. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, people you answer this question. <laughs> well, so, oh I'm you know, for a long this. time I was very adamant about becoming a, <laughs> a crash test dummy. <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> because I read this book one time. Oh, gosh, I wish I could remember what it's called. It was all about the different options, you know, out there. Okay. If you if you donate your body to science, and that was one of yeah. them. Then I realized one day, I have zero control over what vehicle I'm testing. And the <gasps> thought of And my... you told... My favorite quote from you is, if I die due to a car, it better be a luxury vehicle. It so if be. you die... Can you and imagine, then... like, my <laughs> poor little corpse flailing around in, like, a Kia Soul? I'm not okay <laughs> with that. I'm just not... Honestly, and that's so, what would happen. You know, the one thing that I'm adamant about is that I do not get buried traditionally because I think mm. the funeral home industry is the biggest scam on earth and caskets are taking advantage of people who have dead relatives. So go off. I really just want my organs donated and to be thrown into the furnace and then call it a day. Wonderful. The cheapest <laughs> option, you know. Great, great, great. The cheapest option for Palmer and I want to be a diamond. Yeah. That's next. Okay, so for our joy of the weeks this week, obviously podcasting, not every episode Palmer and I film goes live. Um, specifically, <laughs> one we did about the Enneagram that we'll probably redo someday. Maybe. But the sound was just... The sound was off, and we had filmed like three or four episodes that day in like batch with this one and we just don't love it but the joy of the week for that week (laughs) 
It's just awesome. And so we are going to throw it back, throwback Thursday, yep. to our joy of the week from our Enneagram episode. So in the next few seconds, we'll you'll hear from December, Morgan mm-hmm. and Palmer. But then we'll come back to give you our big sister advice. So okay, roll the some tape. throwback magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to go right into joy of the week. Palmer, do you want to start? Am I up? up to You're that. up. All right, so... When we're filming this, at least, what I'm seeing on everyone's Instagram story is the exact same, which is screenshot of their Spotify wrapped. Heck yes. And I honestly you have really love a, it. You have a super embarrassing story that I have literally told six people now. Stop. And I was not even involved in that conversation. I was about Thank to say, you. you didn't, I didn't Thank tell you. Thank you, Caitlin Markin, for posting <laughs> on your Instagram story, Embarrassing Palmer, because I needed that that well, day. For the listeners, I want everyone to know I'm not in the slightest bit embarrassed by the story. I'm actually rather proud of it. So <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I went on my Spotify wrapped and I was like, you know, I really have no clue. Like, I think I've said Could before be that I have an addictive personality. I will turn on the same song and play nothing but that song for like three weeks straight. And so I'm like, it really could be anything. So I click through and it gets to the one about the artist where it's like <laughs> your artist of the year. And I'm like... And I see it, and it's big and rich. I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, I don't even know if I can name five big and rich songs. Like, who even listens to big and rich anymore? But you can name one. And then I realize as I swipe through that my number one song of the year of 2021, <laughs> it literally says, you spent 4,288 minutes Which is over to- 72 hours. Let's be, <laughs> let's be clear. 72 hours. 72 hours straight listening to Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. That genuinely sounds like someone locked you in a basement for 72 hours and put that song on the loop. There's like no rational thought that you were just like, you know what? On this Tuesday evening, <laughs> this is the song I need. But I just picture like Big and Rich, whatever their real names are, sitting in some office and being like, oh my gosh, for the first time in eight years, we just got a royalty check. <laughs> Some That's random so chick is listening to our song on Spotify. So Palmer Reynolds alone is paying Big and Rich their <laughs> rent for the month. Congrats, guys. You know what? I, I'm proud. I'm proud. Uh, well, we love a Spotify wrapped. Let's hear um, yours. Hopefully yours, uh, you know, resurrects the situation. <laughs> Mine isn't that exciting, but, um, and it feels like an ad, but it's not, but I can kind of tie it into something else. So like, okay, I, you know, when you were younger and you watched your mom, like whatever your mom used for her makeup, you just used like when you grew up, did you ever do that? Oh yeah. My mom used Neutrogena foundation. Yes. So that's like, what I used we can in recall like it. ninth grade. Yeah. Like, I can tell you, like, I'm like, this is the kind of mascara my mom used. This is the kind of foundation, whatever, whatever, whatever. And the funny thing about that is I, like, I still laugh at myself because I'm like, okay, I I really only buy this because my mom buys it. So I've never had, like, foundation that I've loved. And over Black Friday, I bought this foundation from, I think it's Isla, I-L-I-A Beauty. And it's the best thing I've ever put on my skin. So my skin really? has been looking bomb lately. 
Um, even though I'm like totally breaking out because uh, the red flag is waving, but still, it <laughs> what looks makes great. it different? It's just not okay. Like I hate cakey foundation. Oh, same. Like I want my foundation to basically feel like lotion, but look like I have foundation on full coverage. And, yeah. Yes, and it is like it completely just like clean slates my face, but it feels like lotion, and I don't feel it all day. Like I don't. It doesn't. And it stays. Me. Stays all day. Wow. So it's amazing. And if anyone needs a foundation rack, also sponsor us. We found out we can do ads now. Um, will anyone Look give out, us an people. ad? Probably not, guys. You're you're safe for now until we make it big. And now we are back. <laughs> in present tense. We just had to include that little bit in there because it's just so it's freaking so funny. hilarious. I love it. Um, okay, big sister advice. You're big up sister first. advice. I love this app so much and maybe i don't know do you have this no okay so I, I thought everyone did but google photos will save your life because what if it, you're like why? me there's like a bajillion photos on your phone at any wait given pull time. out your phone right now how many photos do you have because okay, i, bet, well, it's I not, beat you yeah you will because i have google photos that's the whole point of this sister oh. advice let's see how many i have because i haven't done it in a while do you want to know how many i have um very scared to know. I want you to guess. Because you made this big point to say, I have so many photos. I want you to guess how many are on mine. Do you have more than like 10,000? Yeah. Oh, 20? I have just over 20,000. I have oh. 20,666. Ah, I need another photo. 66. Okay. You're the per. Oh, <laughs> yikes. You're the perfect <laughs> candidate for this then. Okay. So sell it. Sell it to so, me, baby. I got Let's you. Go. I got you. Google Photos is an app. And you download the app, and then every time you open it, it downloads all the pictures from your phone onto Google Drive. And then oh. you can delete them from your phone, free up all the storage that it takes up on your phone, but they're still always going to be there. And so, like, if I'm in a pinch for storage, which I normally am, I'll just delete Google Photos, the app, because it's like, there goes all my pictures. They're still there, but they're not taking up space on my phone. But then if I need to find one, I just go in there and do it. But also... There's a lot of great features in there. We got facial recognition. <laughs> so, like, someone's birthday, I'm going to click on their face. Every photo I've ever taken with them will just pop up for me well, to choose from. Well, that's convenient. Yeah. Or um, you could type in, this one's kind of creepy, but you can type in things like pumpkin. Every photo with a pumpkin will pop up. Love it. <laughs> so, get Google Photos, okay, so like, free up the storage. Big, the big sell here is that at any point, you can delete the app. Mm-hmm. and clear your storage, unlike the photo app. Yeah. Cause, where you have to delete photos. Well, yeah. So you're never going to have to actually delete any of your photos. You can just ah. delete the app, and then your storage is back. Do you have to pay for Google Photos? You do not. <gasps> it's free. What? Okay. Your girl might be making a switch later today. Do it. That's a great big sister advice. I'm always looking to clear the storage off my phone. Oh, my phone's All forever full. But literally, I have 20,000 photos. <gasps> Gosh. Ah! Um, okay. My big sister advice is laughable, but I'm just going to say it. If anyone in your life at any point in your 20s says, don't get the dog, I'm telling you to get the dog. Oh. <laughs> that is my big sister. Well, there's some rare circumstances I where I should say absolutely not. <laughs> let me Let me give some clarification. Okay. If you are in debt, don't do it. Okay. I like that rule. Money-wise, you need to be making money. Like, let's put that out there. Honestly, if you have a, if you're smart, you probably have an emergency fund for you. 
you need to add an emergency fund for a dog. And once you got that step done, great. Because I you think can't you need do that, a disclaimer don't. that they're great, but dogs are expensive. Yes, these are these are my asterisks. Okay, okay. So financial. Second, I think dog breed pays a lot into that. So, like for example, my sweet little Bernadoodle, who's passed out at my feet right now, does not need a backyard to function. She loves being outside, but we walk her like five times a day, and I'm able to do that. But if you're going to be on a like six floor downtown apartment and you want to buy a golden retriever, I say no. Oof. But if you want to buy a stinky little chihuahua mutt, <sighs> fine. Like, do it. It's it, That's all it's going to be. And then my last asterisk is if you are someone who is, like, never home, mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah. But, like, for me, I'm always home. Also, COVID and corona like, puts True. me at home literally all the time. So, But all I'll say is everyone in my life before I got this dog told me not to get her. Like... The only people that were supportive was probably my mom, like fully supportive. You and Andrea were <laughs> so like nice. Halfway. <laughs> but you you both were like, it's not my dog. Like, I don't have to take care of it. True. So, and I was very clear about that. But my mom was like, yeah, you can get the dog. But everyone else in my life was like, don't do it. And now everyone <laughs> in my life is like, Nova is the best thing about you. And I'm like, you're probably right. <laughs> She's literally the best we do dog ever. Her. She's an angel. And also... The, uh, the only reason this is my big sister advice is because last night or two nights ago, I had a bad dream <laughs> that I had a different dog instead of Nova. And I woke up and was just so distraught. And I like literally just held her for an hour and was like, I love you so much. And then I went to look at a house with my realtor and my realtor was telling me she had this dog for like, y'all, like 20 something years. And he passed last year and she's like i will never get another dog we back hey hi was she checking a dress with you yeah that's so cute Uh, okay i remember where i stopped great future palmer editing this you could honestly start wherever in this sentence i'll give you full reign um anyway the reason why I'm including this is because I feel like everyone told me not to get Nova. I got Nova, and she's easily, like, what, maybe the best decision I've ever made on my own. Like, wow. She, just in terms of personal growth, has taught me so much. And also just, like, I just, I feel like if you're in your 20s, a lot of it is figuring out who you are and yourself as an individual, And so, like, you need to do that. But a dog is not a human. (laughs) And if you're Mm -hmm. someone like me who, like, I need to work on being less dependent for sure. But it's been cool to have something that is completely dependent on me to, like, fully survive. That is not a child. Like, (laughs) you can't. (laughs) It's a good stepping stone. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can't, like, mess this dog up so much she needs to go to therapy like I could a child. But, like, Nova is just the greatest and i feel like there are people out there that have been really wanting a dog or feeling like they want a dog but everyone tells them no and so i will be the voice in your life to tell you yes with my asterisks that i guess please don't ignore the asterisks but (laughs) palmer's like the other the person that's like hey don't get the dog i'm saying get it 
Yeah. All right. So we're going to get into our topic today. Um, but before we begin, um, just we're going to be talking about physical health um, in a lot of different capacities, food, exercise, um, sleep. Mm. Goodness, we'll get there. But we wanted to be clear and just say beforehand that physical health can be a pretty tricky subject to talk on. Um, we're going to do an episode on physical health. We're going to do one on mental health and we're going to do one on spiritual health. And all three of those things come with their own little caveats. Um I love that we're talking about these things. I think in Palmer and I's relationship, even as friends, we talk about these things so often. A lot, yeah. Um, and I think that there are a lot of people that don't have people to talk about these things freely with, and we want our podcast to be somewhere where you can ask questions and talk to us about anything. And if we say anything within this podcast you want us to either talk more on or you have questions about, please feel free to ask us on Instagram at tbtspodcast. But we also just wanted to say, like, we wanted to provide some kind of warning or just, like, note, note, notice. I don't know. The (laughs) words are tricky here. But just to remind you that, like, if you're not in the best place mentally to be um, talking about physical health or hearing about physical health, and if this could be damaging to you in any sort of way, just don't listen. It's not worth it to you. Just skip this one. Um, I've definitely been in that place in life where like that just wouldn't be good for me. And so I'm telling you now, just, just skip it, um, protect yourself and your mental space before anything else. Um, and remind yourself that like what works for me in Palmer is probably not going to work for you. Mm -hmm. Or honestly, like what works for me does not work well for Palmer and vice versa. So we all have different bodies, different experiences. Just want to put that out there, but yeah. We're going to kick it off for our first question. Um, Physical health. What do you associate with the words physical health? And then where do you think you lack the most in your physical health? Mm. Tricky question. Yeah, I can go. Okay. So physical health to me, I mean, I kind of laid it out in the beginning. Eating well, working out, um, sleep, anything that like alters your physical body Mm -hmm. or like um, you need to be keeping in check but the biggest thing for me that I lack is 150% sleep I mean I lack in all areas if you're putting (laughs) me up against like a superhuman I definitely can't do that exactly but I definitely think exercise wise like I I exercise I would say more than the average human Mm -hmm. in just like a walking even perspective like I have to take Nova out five times a day and we walk quite a bit then. And then I enjoy exercise. So I'm not somebody who's like pretty. And I I also work in an environment where I'm walking quite a bit. So physical, like exercise wise, I'm pretty up there. Food is probably beneath that. Um, There's some goals in there that I want to shoot for in 2022 as far as food goes. But sleep, I've never been good at ever, 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 ever. And I know that's the opposite for you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing over here. Of course. Uh, yeah, as far as, like, what I associate it with, pretty much the same stuff. Like, sleep, what you eat, how you move your body, whatever it is. But <laughs> where I lack is pretty much all areas except for sleeping. I, <laughs> I sleep like a champ. I prioritize sleeping like a champ. But I also love restaurants and caffeine. A lot. Mm, caffeine. That's a good addition to this. Oh, I... It's horrible how much I am addicted to caffeine. I have several coffees and several Diet Cokes every day. 
and it's not good. Um, I would say, okay, exercise, maybe mediocre. Like, I do a lot of walking, but I don't do a lot of, like, things that actually uh, are strenuous, I guess. And I go through waves. Sometimes I do. Like, when I was in college, I would run a lot, and I got up to, like, I could run, like, five or six miles, but then I was just like, oh, I don't feel like doing that anymore. <laughs> I get very bored with my physical activities, and then I just kind of fall yeah. on the bandwagon. And then uh, eating can go either way. Like like I said, I love restaurants. If I'm in a restaurant, you're not going to catch me eating a salad. I'm eating, like, <laughs> something good. Um, but when I eat at home, I would say I eat fairly healthy. Like, I make yeah. my own food most of the time, not just, like, yeah. frozen Sometimes frozen pizza, but a lot of times I cook. Frozen so. pizza's a pass. <laughs> my no, my I, uh, totally physical health status, I would say mediocre. <laughs> yeah, I get, I'm with you. I think it's so interesting asking people what that question or what physical health means to them. Because, like, for example, you mentioned caffeine or, like, consumption of caffeine, and I would say that's not something I struggle with in oh, my life. You're a lucky um, I'm not reliant on it, but also I think that's why I noticed that sleep is so bad for me because <laughs> – I don't have if I don't get good sleep, I have nothing to counteract that. But see, like, that, I, don't drink I feel coffee. like that should be the opposite, right? Well, you would think, but sleep is important, apparently. <laughs> I guess, um, but like you could throw in there water drinking, like oh, how much yeah. water you're drinking. You could talk about, um, yeah, like your posture or like your, you know, how's your back doing? Like all this different kind of stuff that comes <laughs> poorly. <with> age. <laughs> I know, and I feel like in our twenties, we're like kind of forced to think about those things because people are like you're in your prime of your life in your 20s and I'm like what like what do you see I really do feel that way (laughs) really yeah I'm like that you're in your prime yeah gosh I'm I'm just kind of like I'm gonna live without consequences right now in my life because what if when I hit 30 my metabolism just like plummets okay so you're you're talking like you're gonna live it up yeah and destroy exactly (laughs) thank you for understanding (laughs) And that makes sense to me. I I get it now. I So I turned 25 like a week ago. And I remember for my birthday, for my gift to myself, because most of our, we didn't really do gifts this year because we're trying to save for a house. So yeah. I was like, okay, my gift for myself is going to be freaking skincare stuff. Because mm. now I'm at 25 and I have to care about that. Because now I'm that is something that I am thinking about, you know. Yeah. Like, I bought Aquaphor today because I heard all the young mm-hmm. kids are smothering it on their faces these days. <laughs> <laughs> like hair health and face health and all this stuff. Like, But in terms of like physical health, I'm like, okay, I need to be stretching a lot more. I need mm. to be making sure I'm eating well so that when I'm 50, I don't like have a heart attack and die. Like all this kind of stuff. Like, Or even to like simpler stuff of like, okay, I'm getting married. Like I need to learn how to cook and mm-hmm. like cook well so that... And, hey, asterisk, asterisk, Michael cooks too. We're, we're all about women <laughs> empowerment here. But just in the sense of, like, when I have kids one day, I don't want to be feeding them like I'm feeding myself at 20. Like, that's not a good plan. There's always um, dino nuggets, you know. Oh, God. But, yeah, so physical health can mean, like, a lot of different things to everybody. Um, but something we wanted to kind of focus on in one of our points of this conversation is about self-love and health. And kind of the weird line that that hangs out on. So, like, it's not super black and white. You have self-love and you have health. And and a lot of people put those on two, like, separate 
points, points. like self-love yeah. is all the way to the left and health is all the way to the right but i don't necessarily think those are opposite of each other but i don't either um or they don't need to be opposite of each other but we could definitely do a bigger self self-love episode in the future but the reason we wanted to talk about this is i feel like in my physical health journey and kind of with what you were talking about about decision making that's the str- the thing i had to learn kind of the hard way of like when you don't feel great about yourself like you kind of feel crappy or you don't like the way you look or you just feel gross like all over yeah you have two ways you can go and the one way is like oh i'm gonna lean into my self-love and i don't care what i look like and i don't care you know i'm just gonna accept myself as is and continue to eat crappy and mm-hmm. not work out and not take care of yourself because like who cares what everyone else thinks I'm going to do what I want to do in this moment and then you have the other route that's like extremely unhealthy of like I'm going to restrict myself from eating things and I'm going to overwork out and I'm going to not take care of myself and the reality is I had to learn that there's this like beautiful middle ground of like okay I love my body at any size some of these things I can't I can't change some of the things that like or like me hating the way that my arms look gives me no good like yeah <laughs> I have working arms that like do amazing things I just need to be thankful for them but I need to take care of my body and I need to sleep adequately and I need to fe- fuel it with the proper things and that doesn't mean I can't indulge and have something that I enjoy or that doesn't mean that like I have to be working out every day and if I don't I'm a horrible person but mm-hmm. this like self-love self-hate health mix has become something I feel like everybody is talking about right now and trying to figure out within their 20s. For sure. I feel like another big part of that is just like, uh, you know, making healthy decisions falls in that that whole entire sector. Like you need to be making healthy decisions for your health benefit, but also like not making decisions based off the way you look. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Do you feel that at all? I do, for sure. I think that's kind of the bucket that I fall into or, I don't know, fell into. Maybe still sometimes. I don't know. Um, which is that I was fairly confident with the way that I looked most of my life. And so that led me to make the not great decisions because I was totally. kind of like, well, I'm fine with how I look. So I'm going to eat pizza all the time if I want and like not work out and do those things. Because in my mm-hmm. mind, like you only do those things to look a certain way. And I was fine with how I look. So I was like, well, that's whatever. When in reality, when I started to do those things, I was like, these have like working out has such a benefit beyond changing the way that your body looks. I mean, I had so much Absolutely. more energy. Like yep. I realized that I had so much like mental fog all the time because of the way that I was eating and just being super sedentary. And I was just like overall a much more happier person when I was doing those things. And I realized like, yeah, I might not care about as much how it changes me physically, but even like mentally and emotionally doing those things that are healthy was impacting my life in such a greater Absolutely. way. I think that's why also we want to do this this uh, kind of episodes in like three parts, but they all interact. They like, do. Physically, like when I'm working out and I'm eating well, mentally I'm so much a of a full, happier human being, mm-hmm. 150%. But when 
I'm not doing those things, it absolutely affects my mental and spiritual health, like 150%. So completely agree with you there. Um, as we're talking about like health in our 20s and physical health in our 20s, mm-hmm. what is like the biggest lesson you've learned during this time about your physical health? For me, I feel like this is the oldest thing in the book, but like balance is so important mm-hmm. because the extreme that I fell into was the unhealthy eating and like never really wanting to go to the gym so I just didn't do that you know it was like I just ate whatever I wanted all the time and what I wanted to eat was not ever healthy (laughs) and I think think that I realized that like it was really important to at least incorporate some healthy things into my life like even as like basic as I used to drink zero water throughout the day I mean it was coffee and diet coke all the time and then like I think like a year and a half ago um I started like making sure I was getting water every day it doesn't necessarily mean I cut out the other two but like I was adding in something that was beneficial and so now I think I'm a lot better at okay yes when I go to a restaurant I'm gonna order whatever I want and not feel guilty Mm -hmm. about it but when I'm home I'm gonna make an effort to like make something healthy chicken and vegetables or something you know yeah um because to me like it's all about finding good middle ground where you're like you know doing things that are like life giving to your body that might be a weird way to say it but also enjoying life along the way absolutely have you ever seen those pictures they're on social media where it's like they list like five or six things like career um health relationships yeah it's like in a wheel kind of yeah and then they're like pick three and you have to get rid of the rest yeah like I don't think I fully understood how real those that is until you're in your 20s yeah or like when you you first start like even for me I've been like going back and forth since I moved here on whether I should get a gym membership because yeah part of me is like I think that would be a great idea and the other part of me is like when the heck am I going to find the time to do that you know exactly and I think I should. I mean, maybe getting the gym membership would force me to because I would be like, if I'm spending money, oh, my butt's going to be it. in that gym. Amen. I mean, like, I think, okay, so if you had to say what your three were that you're focusing on, do you, could you Should name, I like, pick three? the three I feel like I should be focusing on or the three that are the reality? Do, do the three that you think you should and then do the three that you are. Okay. I mean, I would say career is one. And it yeah. probably should be, you know, I'm in okay. my mid-20s, I should be focusing on moving up the ladder or whatever it is. Um, it's funny because I don't have too many friends here, but I think social is still a big one because I feel like I'm always on the phone, I'm always traveling to be with people. Yep. Um, Relational. I would probably keep that one too. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's another one? trying to think of that wheel in my like head. spiritual it could be like health uh maybe like even just like cl- like chores like keeping your house clean it could be yeah uh, I it's probably fun. like daily tasks I mean that yeah. sounds like the most boring thing in the world but it's like there's something every day I mean today I had to go get a new headlight and a car wash and mm-hmm. organize my closet and that took hours <laughs> exactly well that's what I was trying to think I was like if I had to like limit myself into those I don't even know what I would say and mm-hmm. like let me tell you physical health is probably one of the lower ones if yeah. I'm being oh yeah me honest. too um 
But why I say this is because I think the biggest lesson that I've learned in that is like when health comes from a place of gratitude and preservation and also just like focusing on the right things. Yep. It's so much easier to jump all in and not think of it as like something you have to do. So like less about appearances, more about honoring the Lord. Like when we have those buckets, like even to like if my primarily my buckets, if I could pick my buckets, like Mm -hmm. me as a human, they would be like spiritual, relational, and then maybe self. Yeah. And those were like my three. Cause I feel like all of those things that you listed could be put into those. Like for example, like maybe instead of like, for me, some days I need to sit and watch Netflix for an hour and like just zone out. But some days like I need to go on a walk and I need to work out and like relationally, like it's so much more fun to focus on eating cleaner or working out with a buddy. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a great relationship builder. But then even just like spiritually, the Lord gave us bodies that can move and like do incredible things and, and working out and treating your body well can be a gratitude or like a way to pay gratitude to the Lord for giving you that. So Mm -hmm. I think trying to associate those things with bigger, better reasoning because what for me if it gets down to appearance I'm always gonna lose yeah like I'm always gonna be like it's never gonna I'm never gonna look the way that I want to look like nobody ever feels that way like ask anyone no one is ever happy with how they look Mm -hmm. like even the people that you're like oh they are perfect it's just not real like it's completely a facade and a way that us as humans tries to tell us that we could be more satisfied with life if we look a certain way so I skip that completely. But if it falls under those things, it's way easier to fully focus on. Yeah, I agree. I think I think this has been said by a lot of people, but I remember reading one time something about, like, when you work out, you shouldn't be thinking, like, oh, I hate this and I wish I didn't have to do it. It should be, like, I'm so thankful that I'm able to do this. Absolutely. And, like, the other day I was on a run and I was just not having a great time. This run was rough. But I was like, you know what? I have feet and legs that work. And, like, how many people would do anything to be able to go for a run right Absolutely. now? Absolutely. I think, too, it's just, like, you... You are showing yourself self-care and self-love when you're doing it out of a place of, like, not changing who you are in that moment, but, like, treating yourself well. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if you're doing – if you're working out to, like, accomplish a goal of, like, looking better in the future, like, wanting someone to like you more if you were a different size or whatever – you're doing it for something that might not even happen. It, it like almost feels like you're giving parts of you away to something that's like not real. Yeah. But or if it's you're doing be it very temporary. Yeah, exactly. Um, we came up with a list, three things each of things we want to be more intentional about in 2022 regarding our physical health. Mm-hmm. And like, I absolutely, these are definitely goals that I'm like, I want this to happen realistically how am I going to make this happen we can talk through them but do you want to start sure um my biggest vice when it comes to physical health is I think I said this a little bit earlier definitely restaurants are my biggest weakness I love (laughs) love going to a restaurant um which it's not always the healthiest but it's also not great for your wallet so 
when I moved here, one one good thing that has come of this move is that I eat at home like 98% of the time now. Yeah. Um, That's which great. It is great because it's taught me like I can cook at least three things now and I do pretty <laughs> regularly that I couldn't cook when I was in Nashville because I just didn't know how. I'm feeling, I don't know. Also, I have a deathly fear of raw meat, so that stood in my way for quite a while. That is real. That is a real thing Palmer is scared of. But now I'm like, it's something I look forward to after work. It's kind of like my um, separation time, I guess, especially on my work from home days. I'm like, okay, putting the laptop down and I'm going to go spend 30 minutes making food. And it's not just like, oh, popping a pizza in the oven. It's like I'm doing things, you know, like chopping yeah. vegetables or whatever it is. And it there's such a sense of accomplishment that comes from that too, I feel like. So so there with you. Yeah. I'm going to reorder one of mine because mine is that too. I'm trying to eat out less and less throughout the weekdays mm, because yeah. I feel like Weekend, usually we're either Michael's family just moved here, so like we're with them, or like we're running around doing things like with people that I'm like, oh, we can like you know go eat out, whatever. Yeah, but during the weekdays when it's like I'm getting lunch on a Wednesday and like I can like easily pack myself food, but I decide to go get Chick fil A for literally no reason other than <laughs> I'm just gonna do that. I think then it becomes a little wasteful and. It's just an easy way to kind of get yourself in the groove of like, okay, trying to eat out on weekends, not trying to do mm-hmm. that on weekdays. But I'm with you. That's something I definitely want to do. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, my next one is, okay, this one is something I, I need to do, but I haven't done yet, which is workout <laughs> classes. Because yeah. what I found about myself is that um, I am much more motivated when there's other people around, because I'm like, this is maybe not the best thinking, but I'm like, I need to be the best in this, in this room, (laughs) and if I'm just on my own, like, on the treadmill or whatever, I'm only like, well, whatever, like, I just feel like I'm not giving it my all unless there's other people around, and I also just find it more motivating in general, like, more fun and more social to go to, like, kickboxing instead of just, like, I don't know, doing the Stairmaster. (laughs) And so, um, one of my things I wanted to do was to join a gym and like go to, I don't know, three or four classes a week and just have something fun to do after work, but also get in the rhythm of like doing something fun and healthy. Do you have a gym that you would want to join? Like, do you know the gym? Uh, yeah, I live right next to a YMCA. Okay. So what's keeping you? Um, money, Mm -hmm. which let me be honest. Is it? I was going to say. <laughs> it, is, it is. But also, I'm like, okay, 30 bucks a month is not that bad. True. I mean, it's not like I'm committing to, what is it, Orange Theory that charges you, like, yeah. an arm and a leg every month. I Literally. mean, and the good thing about me is I'm so money motivated that I would be like, I got to go at least X amount of times every single month to make this worth it in my book. So I'm going to be doing that because I'm paying for it. Absolutely. Also, to our college listeners out there, or even you, Palmer, I don't know if you'd be interested in this. I did class pass for a while. I loved it for okay, like Okay, but isn't class classes. pass kind of pricey though? No. So like it depends on which, like what sector you buy. Like there's definitely different like, you know, levels to oh, it. Oh, like tiers. Yeah. But like I'm pretty sure you have a f- one month free unlimited. 
Mm. where you can like do as many as you want and then every time you refer someone your next month is like somewhere between five and fifteen dollars like it's cheap wait what yeah so like my friends and i would always like refer each other and like have everybody make accounts but like i would get it's it's not a lot like if you're someone who's wanting to go work out three to four times a week at like a class it's not a lot but like for me where i had a local gym i could go to like my school had a gym Mm -hmm. um going to take one to two workout classes in nashville was super fun and so worth it to me oh wait Um, i did this did you? I did the one month free because remember we did kickboxing and cycle bar and yeah. like the fun ones. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 We did do this. Um, it's really fun and like it is. honestly makes you meet people. And if you have friends that could do it with you, it's awesome. I love cycling, but like you will never catch me paying 120 something dollars no. to cycle. It's not going to happen. Like that's absurd to me. But for some people, that's absolutely necessary. So. Do what you need to do. Um, I With you, my goal for exercise, I think I want to do another workout month, and I think I'm going to try to have it be February, which February Ooh. starts tomorrow, the day oh, after. Dang, really? Is it tomorrow? Today's the 30th. Is January a 31st I month? think it's a 30. Let's find out. I'm opening my calendar right now. Oh, it's a 31st. Oh, okay, great. Tuesday. Tuesday. I think I'm starting another workout month and I did it last February and I still look back at February 2021 and it was one of the best months of my year. So I'm like, I think that's what I need to do. And for those of you who haven't listened to an episode before about our workout, you know, my workout month experience, 30 minutes, sometimes it was more just moving in some way. I actually, like, worked out 30 minutes every single day, sometimes more than that. But, like, if you wanted to just do, like, a walking challenge where you move 30 minutes a day, do it. Honestly, it was the best thing I did for my year last year. But I think I want to do another one. I think I'm going to start on Tuesday. So another goal. Nice. (laughs) What's your last goal? Our last goals are funny because they're polar opposites of each other, but they're what we struggled with in the beginning. Oh, gosh. My... My biggest health challenge is my absolute Diet Coke addiction, which I get from my mother and yes. have always had the worst. And it's literally not even soda. You know, you hear people and they're like, oh, soda. I'm like, no, I don't drink any soda except Diet Coke, but I must consume Diet Coke every single day. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's really not good. And I, one of my goals is to drink more water, but also... Yes wean off the soda a little bit because the aspartame addiction is real yeah i mean like my mom struggled with that i feel like everyone's mother in our generation struggled with this diet coke and why do i get that i don't i don't know i just like i definitely think this is the diet coke addiction is real if you struggle with that um michael and i have been doing no soda this year and um we had yeah, we're, we were trying to go none. Like, we cut it out. And I had a Sprite yesterday because we, Michael's been sick, so we were like, oh, we'll get you a Sprite. Like, it'll make your stomach feel yeah. better or whatever. I honestly didn't care for it. Like, okay. And it's I will been, like, say, a month. 
when I, I think it was back in college, I, I cut cold turkey. It was horrible. Yeah, horrible. But I didn't drink any for like a month. And when I tasted it again, I was like, ew, this is gross. But then somehow like, oh, I this fell is, back I didn't into miss the pattern. This. Yeah, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't miss this. And then you have, you have it, you just continue to have it and then yep. you get back into it. But I remember when we were in Disney, we drank oh. so much soda that when Andrea and I got back to Belmont, oh we had to cut it off cold turkey and we were having like like headaches oh, every day. Yes. If anytime I try to quit, I have to have ibuprofen. It's, it's horrible. horrible. It's My like health has never drug been worse relapse. than I lived in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> same. Same sis. R.I.P. us. Um, but yeah, so does it. I totally get that. So are you going to try to like limit your amount per week are you gonna well, like what's your plan you know i think the first plan is like don't even touch soda just up the water intake as Great. much as possible Love because that. i think that if i do that i'm not even gonna be thirsty enough to want the soda that bad that's a good one and then slowly i just am down to like one mini can a day like that's great. Yeah. Palmer. It used to be like four cans a day. Yes. It used to be a lot more than that. I lived with you. I can confirm. But I really hate that, like, like you said, if I don't have it, it, it makes my head hurt. Like, yep. I want to get past that because I'm like, I yep. don't want to be dependent on anything to the point where I, like, literally have withdrawal symptoms. That seems exactly. alarming. Withdraw. That's the word. I was saying relapse. Oh. <laughs> Withdraw. <laughs> withdraw we had withdraw headaches yes it was horrible man okay well mine's the polar opposite i want to start so i'm a huge scheduler like mm-hmm. i like to schedule my days i have a very consistent routine of like when i see people like literally monday nights michael and i hang out tuesdays small group wednesday church like all all throughout the week but um, I want to try to set a actual bedtime for myself, like a freaking two-year-old, uh, and say... I have a bedtime, excuse you. <laughs> I just want to get to a point where I'm like, okay, 10 p.m., I'm getting in bed and I'm going to sleep. Because right now, it's like, some nights I'm in bed by 10, but some nights I'm in bed by 12.30, because it's just like, oh, like, I didn't need to be in bed by 10, but now I want to just start being like, okay, at 10... I'm, that's my time to go to sleep. I'm going to sleep at I time. have a question. Go for it. How long does it take you to fall asleep once you're in bed, no phone, trying? Like five to ten minutes. Okay, that's not bad. It's not terrible. It's, but that's when I, like, fully put away the phone. So like, do you, you're on trying. the phone in bed? Yes. Ooh. That's my problem. It's like... I'll get in bed and I'll be, like, on my phone or, like, trying to, like, think about things for the next day. Like, do I have everything ready, like, prepared or I'm, like, on the phone, like, talking to someone, like, just stuff like that. Okay. I think you need more than just a bedtime. Then you need, like, a bed routine, <laughs> which is, like, I need a this time I'm getting into routine. bed. I'm not touching my phone after that. I'm only going to read. Here's the thing. I have to I have to romanticize the heck out of it because, like, for example... I've declared Sundays like my clean, like deep clean day. Which Wait, been... is it your reset day? That's what I call it. Yes, it's yeah. so much. It's so nice, but it's like very like. For example, on Sundays is when I clean my sheets and I have those like me too little um, you they're the the dumbest waste of money, Palmer. I'm sorry oh. for saying this, but like you know the fabric scent things. No, you've never seen them. 
I've never like bought have- anything besides bicycle <laughs> laundry detergent. So there's oh well, you'll be proud of me for this. I switched to like actually liquid laundry detergent. Oh, no more pods. You get more washes with yes, liquid you than do. you do with pods, and so the money's worth it anyway. <laughs> but you have laundry detergent, and you have dryer sheets, but then you have these little like fabric. They're like fabric scent things, and you can put it in, and it's like fine for your skin, but it smells like lavender. And I, on Sundays, wash my sheets with that because then it makes me want to, like, wash my sheets and clean them. So I think if I'm going to have, like, a nighttime routine, it just needs to be, like, a really great nighttime routine where I feel very, like, oh, I'm, you know, taking care of myself. This is great. <laughs> Instead of just being, like, oh, it's 10 p.m. I have to go to bed and turn oh my, my gosh, off. Me this getting to close my eyes and go to bed is romantic to me. Uh, <laughs> dude, if I could get rid of anything. Well, it'd be a hard toss-up between sleep and doing my laundry. That is... <laughs> you're absurd. I would rather give up being awake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so horrible. Can you please listen to what you just said? Sleep is the best thing ever created. God. It's times like these where I, the resemblance between you and Michael <laughs> is just uncanny. Well... Anyway, so that is what we got for our health episode Ooh-hoo. for physical health. Like we said, we're going to do a mental and spiritual one, too. Um, those will come in the, the following weeks. But um, for our verse of the podcast episode, um, <laughs> this verse, just to preface, might sound kind of like a cop out. Um, like phys- physical health isn't important, but it is. It absolutely is. But what we're trying the point we're trying to make, like I said earlier, is that anything done without God in mind or at the focus, like God being at the focus of it, will fail. So mm-hmm. if you're taking care of your physical health and it's not with the Lord in mind, it's not going to satisfy. So for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and life to come. That's First Timothy 4, 8. It's a great one. I love that one. Um, anyway. We love you. We're glad you guys listened. Um, please give us a rate. <laughs> we oh, <gasps> we didn't talk about this, Palmer. Wait. We you have, have to say thank you. <laughs> Wait, let me let me look real time. Hold on. So over Christmas, Palmer checked how many um, rates we had got because we asked you for Christmas to give us three. We wanted three people to give us a rating, and we um, are up to four. Four. Oh my gosh! Four, four five now? stars. Four or five stars. And I looked the other day, we got a listener in Mexico. We got a listener in some other country I can't remember, but was equally as cool. (laughs) (laughs) So we're international, baby. Woo! Um, Thank you, guys. Just know that, like, this is so funny to us, but also, like, makes our freaking day that you guys listen and put little rates and uh, just precious. So... If you want to do that and make Palmer and I screenshot it and text each other about it for like a week, go for it. Um, anyway, <laughs> follow us on TVTS Podcast on Instagram and we'll see you soon. Love you. Have a good week. <laughs>